You're listening to the Am Life Podcast. In this episode, I'm interviewing healthy living strategist and confidence coach Aaron Moore about how to ditch shame and guilt to live your healthiest life. Stay tuned. Hey, I'm Jennifer Blanchard, the Feel Good Life Coach, and the Am Life is an unconventional guide to creating the feel good life of your dreams. Conventional advice says if you want something, you have to do more, sacrifice, and work harder. But that's a bunch of nonsense. In this podcast, I show you how to work from the inside out to have everything you want and more. Here, you'll find a bridge between the woo-woo and the practical, so you'll know exactly how to create the life and business of your dreams. Because it's not either or, it's and. Hey, and welcome to this week's episode of The And Life. I am Jennifer Blanchard, the Feel Good Life Coach, and today I am super excited to have a guest on. And we're going to be talking about how to ditch the guilt and shame to live your healthiest life. And I think this is such a great topic because it's one of those things that just tends to plague a lot of us. And it becomes the reason that we don't do the things that we want to do or that we give ourselves a hard time about stuff. And so I'm really excited to have her give you some ideas on how you can not use those as tools in your health journey. So... Erin Moore is a healthy living strategist and confidence coach. She helps women create vibrant health, drop unwanted pounds, and step into their confidence by making healthy simple without giving up their favorites. After personally dropping and maintaining over 60 pounds through the ups and downs of life and having two kids along with running her own business for over 10 years, she has discovered that success is not found in the perfect plan and the perfect time. It's an understanding how to get ahead of the roadblocks and no longer allow guilt and shame to run the show. The best place to find her online is her Facebook group, Empowered Weight Loss for Women, and her website, successwitherinmore.com. All of these links will be in the show notes. So welcome, Erin. Thank you. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. I'm super excited. Um, This is a topic that I'm super passionate about. So I'm glad to be here, especially on this program. I mean, what better place to be than the feel good life? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Just having that feel good life. All right. So let's just dive right in. I would like to have you start by just giving us a little bit about your journey and your story and how you came to where you are right now. Yeah. Well, my journey actually started as what I thought was simply I wanted to lose weight. I had never been somebody who was overweight most of my life, even though I kind of felt self-conscious about it. But really looking back, you know, It was just one of those, I woke up one day and realized I was in plus size clothing and didn't know how I'd gotten there or what to do about it. Um, So, you know, I did what we typically do, right? When we have that realization and started kind of doing the diets and trying to be healthy and really felt like I was just failing. Uh, Everything that I tried didn't work or didn't work for long. And it was just over 10 years ago when I, it finally clicked, you know, I finally had that line in the sand moment along with kind of the realization that it really wasn't about that perfect plan or the perfect time. And truly most of the weight that I've lost has come at the holidays. So it really was about trying to figure out that balance and being able to um, enjoy life as well as enjoying the foods that I was eating and still be able to be healthy. So that kind of took me on that journey and then starting to help other people do that as well. 
it's really morphed into, you know, now I'm not only the healthy living strategist, but I'm the confidence coach and a huge piece, a huge, huge piece, whether it has to do with our health and nutrition, weight loss, physique in any kind, or whether it has to do with our finances or our relationships or our businesses or whatever, there's a whole lot going on with that guilt and shame piece. And when we can start to control that, we start to just completely have control over every area of our life. Amazing. Yeah, that's, that's amazing that, I mean, I think everything we go through in our life really just helps us to clarify and figure out who we are, what we're meant to be doing. So the fact that your journey allowed you to be the coach that you are now, I think is, is awesome. Right, right. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Um, Jennifer, do you want me to dive into just some things about guilt and shame here? Yeah, absolutely. So that's what I was going to ask you was, um, you know, where do guilt and shame come from? Because I think that a lot of us experience this, but where does it come from? Right. Well, we definitely all experience this because it's actually part of like our adaptive functioning. Like it's a part of our survival mechanisms. But I think before we even go into that, just understanding that guilt and shame are in the same family, but they are very, very different. So just a quick, you know, explanation of both before we get any further would be, you know, guilt is that kind of tinge that we have going on, like kind of picking at us going, Hey, you did something not so right. Or you did something that went against what you believe is right or what you had set out to do for yourself. You know, we can have it in all areas of our life. And it's just kind of that knock at the door, like, hey, you're not really right on track, right? Whereas shame really is the ugly side of that. And that's where we really find ourselves in this really vicious, negative downward spiral. Because shame is that feeling that because we did something, because we took an action, we are bad. Instead of just, I did something, we start to internalize it as I'm a bad human. <laughs> and that's just so silly. Like even when it comes to, you know, in this area, since, you know, mine was on weight loss, a huge element of this is we eat a cookie and okay, you ate a damn cookie, but we spiral this into, oh my gosh, I failed. Why can't I get it together? Blah, 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 blah. And then we're like, well, I screwed it up here. So I might as well skip my workout and I might as well stay in my PJs all day. And I might as well eat a junky dinner. I mean, we have this crazy spiral that really can come from, I ate a cookie instead of, yep, I ate the cookie. I'm moving on, you know? Yeah. Um, so this, so this guilt and shame it really comes from, or guilt comes from the survival mechanism to help us actually, I mean, there's like a healthy guilt. Like I said, it's that gentle little nudge letting us know we might be a little off track. And so if we can recognize it and go, okay, so I'm either going to course correct or I'm going to be okay in the direction that I'm going, either one is fine, but it's when we make that mean that we are wrong that it creates havoc. Yeah. Yeah. And actually when you were saying all that, I was thinking about something I saw at Trader Joe's once, which was 
guilt-free brownies, I think it was called, or guiltless <laughs> brownies. And like, I know they're just doing it like jokingly, but at the same time, I was really kind of bothered by it because I kept thinking like, this is why women hold so much guilt in things, even simple things like eating a freaking brownie because right. <laughs> the messages that we get tell us that we're supposed to feel that way. Right, right. It's funny you mentioned brownies because that is definitely my Achilles heel. That is, that is my one favorite. <laughs> but yeah, so it really is everything out there does, including the Trader Joe's brownies, speaks to this, if you're going to have a treat, there's going to be guilt behind it. And I say, no, have the treat, you know? I lost the weight and went from plus size clothing down to a two four and I still drank my beer. I still ate my brownies. I still enjoyed my ice cream. Sometimes the brownies and the ice cream were together. I still love my wine. I still had pizza all the time, you know? So okay. once <laughs> we need that, to talk more about that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's once that could click though, that I wasn't creating this spiral of shame out of actually still having my favorites. And when I could do that, it almost made it easier to be like, you know what? I just don't want to, I don't want a brownie right now. It's when we, it's, they do scientific studies, right? Psychological studies where if you're put in a room and there's a button that says, do not touch, all you think about is touching the button. Like, what would happen if I push the button? And, and, <laughs> And they've done massive studies on this, right? Like people just sit there and stare at it like, oh, should I push the button? So it's the same thing when we say, oh, Jennifer, you can't have that brownie that you're like, well, damn it, I want the brownie. And all you yep. think about is the brownie. But when you're like, eh, you can have the brownie or you cannot have the brownie, all of a sudden it's so much easier to be like, I'm not having it. Or if you have it, you gave yourself permission, so now you don't go into this ugly spiral that creates all these other bad decisions. Yeah, that makes total sense. And I think <laughs> the thing that always comes up for, I think, probably a lot of people is like, okay, well, how can I do that then? How can I eat brownies and drink beer and, you know, have pizza and still achieve my weight loss goals? Like, how do you figure out that balance? Like, what is right. it that I would need to do? that would actually feel good, right? Because obviously depriving yeah. yourself and guilting and shaming does not feel good, so. No. <laughs> well, yeah, so I think with anything, it's really just figuring out like something that works for you. Now, easier said than done. So in the, you know, in the realm of healthy eating, right? The thing that I always say is it needs to be a plan that you would still do when you're 80, you know? So I say, ask yourself these few questions, you know, is this plan easy and simple enough for me to follow when I'm 80, right? Does this plan restrict a food or a food group that I love? Like, okay, you're going to go and do no sugar or no carbs. Does that like make you want to well up with tears? Because now you're thinking about all these things you have to give away. Well, then that's not the plan for you. Can you follow this same plan long-term? So if you're doing something like where you're killing yourself at the gym, doing CrossFit eight times a week, is that something you can keep up for long, right? The long-term. And can I change this plan as I progress and my life changes? So like when I started my health journey, I was single. I was engaged, 
but I was single and then I got married and then I had kids and then I had kids that grew up and not grown up. They're still little, but that then have a mind of their own and are eating their own food choices and getting in my way when I'm trying to work out and doing all these things. So those four questions are really kind of a key thing because if the answer is no to any of them, I would say it's not the plan for you. If you want to lose a few pounds before you go on vacation in a couple of weeks, okay, that's okay. But if you're really looking for this long-term healthy lifestyle to lose weight, sustain, maintain, build energy, do whatever, then it really can't, you really can't have a no to one of those questions. Gotcha. Okay. Well, that makes sense then. Um, and I like that too, because it gives you permission to choose what works for you and not have to do what someone else says is right. what you should do. Right. Which is really good. Um, all right. So we were talking about guilt and shame and I kind of want to swing back to that because I think that was such a, a important topic and I just want to make sure that we really cover that for people. So right. let's say somebody does have this, this shame and this guilt around their food, around lifestyle choices, like whatever it is they have going on, like what is that doing to them? If well, they don't heal it. Yeah. So that is where this destruct, destructive, hurtful behavior for ourselves and for others starts to like spill into, you know, like, have you ever just think of people who are hangry? This is a really good example because, <laughs> that <would> be me. <laughs> because we all know people that get hangry. Well, we get the same way when we eat crappy food, even if we're not feeling you know, um, like we're hungry. But so in those moments, you know, people are really easy to lash out. They're really easy to put themselves down or put other people down. It's difficult to handle stressful situations. I mean, like we just all hell breaks loose because we're hangry. Well, the same thing happens when we're on this vicious guilt, shame, I mean, it's just like, oh, it's round and round and round. And we just cannot live our best life when we are in this vortex of guilt and shame. And so, you know, the, the thing we need to do first and foremost is even just identify, right? The first thing to everything and getting better at anything is identifying what's what. So first, you have to, one, just even recognize that you're in this guilt-shame vortex then we need to like start to peel back the layers and go what's guilt and what's shame, right? It's not an overnight process, but when we just kind of stay stuck there, it, we can't get out of it when we're blinded by it. So hopefully just by listening, people are going, oh, I am stuck in that vortex because yeah. now we can actually start to get out. And the good news is, is we really can get out of it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. You can always create a new story. Yes. All right. So if someone notices this and they're like, yeah, that's me. I've been creating shame and guilt around this stuff and, and I don't want to do that anymore. What are some things they can do to start releasing this from yeah. their system and from their, their minds? Yeah. Well, so first and foremost, we need to recognize just like everything that it takes time but we're never going to get there unless we start. So start today by just recognizing it first and foremost. And then you're, we have to create a new story, 
which I'm sure I, I know you talk about, right? I mean, oh, yeah. our subconscious only knows what we tell it. So if we sit there and tell it time and time again for years on end, I ate that cookie. What the hell's wrong with me? Why can't I stop eating the cookie? I just have no willpower. I can't stop myself. Why, why, why? I'm so broken. Well, your subconscious only knows that. So when you decide once again on Monday, I'm giving it another go, you're already bringing all this really ugly lies from the past on this journey. So no wonder we like crumble three days in. So we yeah, have absolutely. to start telling it something new. We have to start telling it something new. And you know, the best place to start is not sit there and go, okay, on Monday, I'm giving up sugar. I'm going to work out for an hour every day. I'm going to be on my P's and Q's. I'm going to snack. I'm going to pack all my snacks. I'm going to do all these things before we even begin any plan. Give yourself grace that you're not going to be perfect and your days are not going to be perfect and that your plan is not perfect. And so if you forget lunch or you decide to skip your workout or God forbid you eat three brownies, it's okay. You're still making progress and you're still making great decisions, even if you really flub it up at times. So it's okay. So that's kind of the first part of it is just giving the grace, identifying where you're falling into these old patterns where there I go again, what's wrong with me? No, no. Part of losing weight, getting your finances cleared up, starting or, or running a business, having a great relationship, part of it is figuring it out right? Figuring out that it's okay. There's no perfect relationship. Everybody fights, but we can create a lot of guilt and shame around, oh my gosh, I don't want anybody to know that we fight. You know, I'm a mom and we yell and we're like, oh my gosh, I'm the worst mom because I yell. And then one mom goes, oh my gosh, I yell at my kids every day. And all the rest of the room goes, oh, I'm not alone. You know, <laughs> like, so the same exactly. thing us with health and with every area of our lives. What's really cool, what's really cool, Jennifer, is once you start to break down the walls and start to step out of this guilt-shame cycle in the area of maybe eating healthy, it starts to spill over into everything else because you're not going to recognize guilt and shame around eating a cookie and not recognize that you also have that guilt and shame because you yelled at your kids or because you made an impulse buy at the store or whatever it is, it spills over into all of those areas. So it's awesome, but we have to recognize it as a habit and then start putting in new things as the story and allowing ourselves to be human and know that part of getting from point A to point B is not a straight line. It's a very curvy line. It's a crazy zigzaggy backwards line. And the only way to actually get there is to just allow yourself to not be perfect. Yeah. It's like permission to just do yeah. it and not be yeah. perfect. Yep. Progress exactly over it. perfection. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah, that that sounds good. I feel like that's, that's things that people can 
really easily start to do and implement into their lives. Yeah. Yeah. In summary, you know, identifying, distinguishing between the two of guilt and shame. And it's funny that you summarized it with give yourself permission because I have written down in really big words on my notes that I wasn't looking at says, give yourself permission. (laughs) (laughs) That was the universe reminding you that that needed to be said. (laughs) Yes. There you go. (laughs) I actually think you said it earlier too. So, um, so yeah, definitely permission is a big, important part of anything. I think no matter what you're doing, it's permission to let go of something, permission to to continue feeling something, permission to change what you're doing, to make a shift, whatever, because no one's going to come and give us that permission, right? So we have right. to, we have to be the ones to, to give it to ourselves. Right. Yeah. With, with, with my story, you know, and how I shared, you know, I still had the beer and I still had the pizza and I still had the ice cream. Like it's giving yourself permission that you are going to be able to lose that you're going to be able to feel great, that you're going to be able to maintain while still having some of your normal, regular, habitual foods, and you will be okay. (laughs) And when you create that as your story, voila, you lost 10 pounds and you still had pizza yesterday. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, that's that's very exciting. And, you know, this is the and life podcast. So everybody is wanting their version of it all. Right. And that's right. what it means to have it all is like, I get to have the body I want and eat the pizza, you know, yes. fit into yes. my favorite jeans and have, yes, like <laughs> it's the and life. Yes, absolutely. Awesome. All right. Well, is there anything else about this the kind of stuff we've been talking about or the guilt and shame or anything that you want to share that I didn't think to ask about or that you just want to kind of leave people with you know I mean I just want to go back to it really comes down to we're not perfect we weren't meant to be perfect the only way to to achieve that success is to understand that part of success is messing it all up. And when we mess it up or feel like we messed it up, we're actually learning and growing stronger in our convictions, in our, in our convictions. I just want to stop right there because either you're getting closer to, you know what, I'm okay where I'm at or I'm not okay where I'm at and I'm willing to tweak these things. And I didn't cover on the touch on this. So just to touch on this too, if we try to just go all in and change it all overnight, that's where we feel overwhelmed and unsuccessful. So give yourself the little wins instead of saying in the case of, you know, slimming down, instead of saying, I'm going to give up all these things and I'm going to add in all this exercise and I'm going to eat salads, even though I don't like them. And I'm going to do all these things starting on the exact same day. How about you just go, you know what? I'm going to go for a walk three times a week. The end. No, I'm going to walk a mile or I'm going to walk an hour. Just I'm going to go for a walk. And if you do five minutes or you do five hours, you were a success. How about I'm going to actually make my dinners homemade and sometimes they're healthy and sometimes they're not, but they're already getting you into the routine 
of having a homemade dinner instead of going out to a restaurant where you will for sure accumulate more calories and more things that are not needed in your body. So just about getting 1% better every day, and that can significantly decrease, significantly decrease the guilt and then the shame that comes along with that slippery slope of the guilt. Yes, I'm so glad you brought that up because I think I'm guilty of doing that all the time. So like saying, I'm going to start these three things on Monday or these five things on Monday. Yeah. What ends up happening is mostly you fall off track, you don't get it all done, or you do for the first couple of days. And then after a while, it's like, eh, I'll do that next time. Or, yeah. oh, I don't want to do that today. And yeah, so like not being all or nothing mindset, it sounds yes. like. It's really making sure that you're allowing yourself to choose something to focus on for a little while before you add in a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. The best way to ward off guilt is to make commitments to yourself that aren't strict. And then if we're staying away from the guilt, then we're not getting on the shame cycle. Yeah. So just set yourself up for success, make it easy, and that's okay. Yes. <laughs> like it doesn't have to yes. be hard. Yes. <laughs> the simpler oh, I learned that lesson better. many times. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it doesn't have to be hard. We right. make it hard. Yes. We're interesting, us humans. Oh, yeah, so very much. <laughs> uh, all right, well, this has been awesome. I'm so grateful you're here with us, and I would just love for you to tell everybody more about where they can find you online and what your, um, if you have like a freebie opt-in for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, first and foremost, it was so fun being on here. Love chatting with you. Um, love everything that you're up to and your variety, and it's just so cool to see what you get to do and, and all the topics that you bring to the forefront. Um, people can find me, like you said earlier, in my Empowered Weight Loss for Women group on, on Facebook. Um, so just search Empowered Weight Loss for Women. Um, you can also go to my website, successwitharonmore.com. Um, I put up there a free gift that you can snag, Claim Your Truth, The Armor to Conquer Weight Loss Sabotages, which even if weight loss isn't like the big thing for you, but there's some health stuff, it's still an amazing, amazing workbook that'll really get down to some of these things that maybe people aren't even consciously aware of that are creating their sabotages. So it kind of goes mm -hmm. along with this guilt and shame conversation. Um, and then, yeah, I'm also success with Aaron Moore on Facebook and more nutrition on Instagram. So I'd love to connect with anybody who this resonated with. Um, come on over. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for being here and Thank you so much for listening to this episode and for, um, you know, for anybody who is looking to do more in their health and change their health, definitely go check out Aaron's links and we're going to have them in the show notes so that you can um, just click them and, and go from there. And uh, again, until next time, remember feeling good is the point and the path. Thanks for listening to the Anne Life Podcast. My mission is to raise the vibe of the planet and make it normal for people to have it all and feel good in the process. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to leave a positive review and share the link with your friends so they can listen too. For more from me, be sure to visit my website, jenniferblanchard.net, and join my free Facebook group, The Feel Good Life Club. <laughs>